we are the sum, right, of all our experiences, our learnings. And if we look deep into the treasure trove of what it is that we've been given, you'll realize that it's right under your nose. Be the change. Don't wait for something to change. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is your one royal life. Live it with boldness. Live it with courage as you step into your next level on purpose. to the next level on Papa's podcast with John Maturi. This is a podcast for trailblazing professional women who are disillusioned in their nine to five jobs. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to yet another episode. And I can't wait to go right in. Let's dive into it. And I just want to start by saying this, you know, we think we know until we meet people who know. In the last episode, I shared with you how I hired my first coach, even in the middle of a lot of um, transition and a lot of stuff happening in my life. It was a decision that felt so right. And I can tell you that your instinct, your inner guide, that part of you that guides you, that speaks to you, that pushes you on. In my case, it is the Holy Spirit was just like urging me on, Joanne, go for it. Even in the midst of all the questions, all the reservations, all the anxieties, all the fears, and all the worries. And I want to say this, that every time you're about to make a boss move, every time you're about to move into your next level, every time you're about to be launched into the next dimension of what you are put here to do, I can tell you, you will always go through resistance. You'll always go through a lot of questioning. And for me, I shudder to imagine had I decided not to go, had I decided to succumb to my ego, to succumb to my fears, to succumb to the circumstances that were in my life, that literally this was going to take away my savings, literally, you know. And now when I look back at it, I'm so happy, I'm so grateful that I followed the divine guidance. I followed that instruction because we wouldn't be here on this episode. And I want to really delve into what happened when I signed up with my first coach. And that's why I would want to say that we think we know until we meet people who know. There's a saying uh, in my community, and I will translate it in English, where uh, it says that a person thinks that their mother is the best cook until they go to another country or they go into another town. Most of us, what we know is what we know. And we believe that the information we have is what we have. And yes, in as much as it serves us at that time, 
again, there's another dimension of learning. There's another new level of growth um, to experience. And this is exactly what happened to me. So when I signed up to work with my first coach, I want to say this, I was all in. I was 1 million percent in. I was so committed to the process. This I didn't have a plan B. This was my plan A, and that was it. I was not even considering anything else outside of this decision that I had made. So when I walked into this coaching relationship, I knew that it was going to be a very solid relationship because I was going to do my part of the work. It was going to be a mutually beneficial relationship in so many ways because I knew that I was going with a teachable and a coachable and a ready and willing spirit, but I also had the satisfaction in my spirit that I was working with the right person. As I spoke to her, I felt so aligned with her. I could feel that her vision and my vision were deeply congruent and that we stood for the same values. Uh, we had the same mindset, beliefs, and we gelled, right? And that, for me, I must say, is a very big prerequisite when choosing a coach. You know, many of us, when looking for somebody to support us, we just sometimes just go by recommendations without doing your own background work. But what I say is that when you know the one, you will know the one. It's just like choosing a mate, right? You will know your person. So for me, I would encourage you, even as you choose and think of working with a coach, speak to several people. I went for the first one because it just clicked. But for some of you, it would be good for you to have a couple of different options, speak to different people, and then decide what works for you. So I want to say this. When I started my work with my coach, I was very coachable. I walked into this process very committed, not interested. So when you're interested in something, and this is by John Asaraf, he puts it so well. He says when you're interested, you, you could make up excuses. You go in with the flow, with whatever comes out of it. If there's work to put in, you'll put in the bare minimum. You're interested. But when you're committed, there is no plan B. You're all in. There's no option. That's it. Like, end off. And for me, I knew that this was definitely the direction that I wanted to take. And I knew that having vested at the level that I had, you know, invested myself, my time, my money, my resources, my emotions and everything that came with it, that I was going all in. I want to say this. During the time that I started the coaching, I did not know much about this industry. And I remember during one of the sessions I had with the coach, she asked, she said to me, why are you, why are you doing this? What is all this for? And I said to her, I want to immortalize my legacy. I want to impact people all over the globe to realize that they too can make the most of their life no matter the circumstances. Remember, with my backstory, everything at that point for me was, I'm so grateful 
I've been given a second chance. And I said that if I don't want for people to have to go through what I went through so that they can find their purpose, I don't want people to go through what I have gone through so that they can create lives they love. I do not want people to have to go through what I went through so that they can reinvent themselves their way. I do not want people to go through what I went through so that they can find their own personal evolution, their own personal path, their own direction towards their dreams, no matter what. And as I spoke with her with such passion, she said to me, you know, when I speak to you, I see skills, I see experiences, I see your heart. And I would want to give you some recommendations as to what I think would be the next best step for you as we go along. Remember, coaches do not tell people what to do. Uh, but she said to me that she'd want to give me some recommendations based on what she had uh, seen so far. And it's so interesting because I could somehow see where this was going. And as I said, I was very open. I was very teachable. I was very receptive to what you're sharing with me. But of course, any human being, I would encourage you to make the decision for yourself. I knew that we were so in sync on the journey. So one day when we were having our coaching session, she said to me that I see you as a coach. I see you as a coach helping women transition from their nine to fives. I see you as a coach helping women who are wondering what next for themselves in their life, you know and what direction they want to take moving forward. And I feel that every experience that you've gone through has led you up to this point. And, you know, she, she was a sharpshooter. You know, she went straight to it and she said to me, I see you as a global coach working with women all over the world, supporting them in this. And earlier on, I... Had, in the conversation, we had been talking about something that was going on just separate in her life. And I sort of gave her my thoughts about it. And she said to me, everything you said to me about my personal situation is what I needed to hear. You were so receptive and willing to listen to me. You were so attentive, like you were a million percent there for me. And that's an attribute of a coach, the ability to listen, the ability to be non-judgmental, the ability to give your opinion without necessarily loading it over the person, you know? And I said to her when we were speaking, do you mind if I tell you what I think? And, and a good coach will always ask for permission. Do you mind if I can contribute this? And she says, those are things I've not even taught you yet, but seem to come so naturally to you. So what am I saying? I was a born coach, a natural coach. I just needed somebody to see that in me. I just needed somebody to pull out uh, that gold from within me. I just needed somebody to excavate that part of me that was so deep inside that perhaps on my own, I would never have found it at that 
level or seen it. And that's what a good coach does. They help you see your blind spots. They help you see things that you cannot see with your own eyes. And they help to give you perspectives that you may otherwise not be privy to, right? So that was such a, a learning curve for me. And I remember one time after this conversation, and I said, yes, I'd love to be a coach. This is the direction I would want to take. And she said, yes, I have the certification and the coaching to take you through that first level. And of course, I have since signed up for other uh, multiple programs, high level coaching programs that have given me so much expertise, coaching tools, techniques, practices with some of the best coaches in the world. And I have to say this, that your experience, right, the things that you've gone through in life are very helpful towards helping you chart your path. So for me, everything I had gone through up to that point qualified me. You know, all my experiences, my knowledge, uh, even the things that I had done, including my MBA in finance and entrepreneurship was all leading me to this point. And that's why I say we are the sum, right, of all our experiences, our learnings. And if we look deep into the treasure trove of what it is that we've been given, you'll realize that it's right under your nose. Your thing is right under your nose. You just need to get someone to help you see it for what it is. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step -step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous. And you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it, a companion on this journey, someone objective, not judgmental, but knowledgeable. Someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side to walk closely with you. Someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to. Help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. So as I said, my coach said, you are a natural coach. You are a brilliant coach. However, I had my own reservations. 
listen, I had never done anything like this before. It was extremely uncomfortable for me. And just imagining that I was going to go do Facebook lives and because I asked her, how do you connect to the people? She says, you get them on Facebook, you'll go on social media, you'll do all these things, create an email list. And I just felt it was too much attention, too much work. I'm like, what is this? And, you know, I'm an extrovert, but it was just so uncomfortable imagining myself going live every other day, sharing my life and business. That's how I felt at the time. And she said to me, that's your ego. That's your ego speaking. Because if you're thinking about what you shared with me, which is really impacting people and creating a legacy, mortalizing your legacy, then it's not about you. It's not about you and your feelings and your emotions. It's not about what you're feeling at the time. And it clicked. It clicked that for me to be the change, I could not afford to wait for something to change. I needed to change myself, my thinking, my mindset. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits I've gotten out of coaching, the mindset shifts. And, you know, after having a discussion with her around some of the objections I was having, some of the fears I was having, some of the insecurities I was having, I knew that that was not me. That was really my ego trying to protect me. And as we go through future episodes of this podcast, you'll get to really understand how our mind can play tricks on us, right? And that what we perceive as reality is really not reality. It's just what it is, right? A figment of our reality and a trigger it could come from something that happened in the past. It could be, it could come from anywhere. And the moment you recognize that, right, you'll be able to push through. You'll be able to tell that fear, move to the back seat, get out, get out, you know, get out of my face, right? So I still had yet another objection, and I'm going to give you my top three objections. So the first one I did share with you was me, my business being all over the place, being on social media and that kind of thing. The second one, and I think perhaps this is the biggest one, was around you know, how would I do it? I've never done this before. It was a first time. And I remember as we talked about that, I said, I would never want to come out looking like, I don't know what it is that I'm doing. And she reminded me that every master was once a learner. Every guru started somewhere. Do not despise the days of humble beginnings. And how would I know if I did not do it? How would I know if I did not experience it? How would I know how to coach if I did not coach? You understand what I mean? So I really had to do it. The only way out is to do it, right? Action trumps everything. Like for me, I've come to realize that you can talk all you want. You can say all you want, but until you are in the arena, until you're bloodied, you know, full of sweat and really boxing your way through the thing, I can tell you for a fact that it just remains an illusion, a figment of your imagination. So I knew that I don't know was not going to be an objection. I had to learn. I had to put myself in the driver's seat of my new business. I had to put myself in the driving seat 
of these EU assignments that had been given to me that felt so right. And I always say that where God gives the vision, he will always give the provision. So I got all the resources I needed to at least help me really jumpstart my journey as a coach. I bought all the books I needed. I signed up for courses and I studied to the wee hours of the night. And I remember many days I would be in classes with people in the U.S. I was in a coaching mastermind that would start at 11 p.m. my time and end at 1.30 a.m. in the morning every single week on a Tuesday. And I did it every single week for the entire one and a half years without fail. That's what it takes. That's what true commitment takes. Because this came so naturally to me. I realized it's because I was really open to it. And I realized that it was my one royal life. I don't get a second chance at it. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. And if I was talking about impact and I was talking about legacy and I was talking about being the change that I wanted to see in the world, right? I needed to step into that place of self-leadership. I needed to lead myself fast. I needed to be in that position where diligence, hard work and persistence, right? As well as my own emotional intelligence, understanding my own feelings, understanding what it is that drives me, understanding what it is that, you know, constitutes me as an individual, right? All these things were so crucial to taking me to where it is that I needed to be. And I want to say this, as you listen to my journey and you see the strides that I have made, I want you to be in that position in your life where you are so open to what life brings to you. You're so willing to take those risks, however crazy they may sound. And be willing to open yourself up to the feelings and the emotions of what that would be, however difficult they are. My third objection of fear. So we talked about, um, you know, the first two. The third one that really I can say <laughs> was a big one for me and I would really want to highlight it a bit was the one around getting clients. I asked myself, where would I get clients? So here I am thinking to myself, right? The first thing is, I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? the fear, the anxiety, then about being visible all over social media. And then the third one being, where are people going to find me? Where am I going to find them? And I'm, are people willing to invest in me, especially because I felt very different. Most of the coaches that I saw at that time on the online space were very different from me. A lot of them were, you know, white, blonde hair, blue-eyed, very different from me. And I had all these thoughts around my head that, you know, as a brand new coach, I've come from Africa, I've just moved to Europe, I'm launching this new business. I had so many stories around it. How do I fit in? How will I be perceived? Am I good enough? And, you know, who will pay for my expertise? And 
I remember the coach saying to me, you paid me. And because you put a stake in the ground and you invested at such a high level, you are qualified in your own way with so much information and knowledge and all you need to be is just a couple of steps ahead of the people that you're working with. And she really gave me such practical tools to guide me through believing in myself. And that's what I do. I do a lot of self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth coaching with my own clients because I realize that that's a thing that very many women struggle with around will people pay me and will they pay me my worth, right? A lot of people discount their prices. They just throw whatever it is out there because they are scared that other people will be selling or giving the service at a much lower rate than them. But I want to say this, your value is priceless. You cannot put a price tag to it. And if you know that you're good at exactly what it is that you have to offer and that the deliverables your clients will get will completely transform their lives, worry not. Your people are always there. I always say that when God called me, it was in a conference call. So he knew exactly who had been put in my path for me to serve. And with that confidence, I never worry because I know that my clients are there. So let's talk about how then I went on to get my first client. I think for me, that perhaps was what gave me proof of concept and confidence in so many ways the day I got my first client. And we could talk about marketing, we could talk about visibility, we could talk about putting yourself out there, we could talk about all these things. But I believe that I was so open to how the universe was going to bring this first client to me. I prayed a lot for her you know, and I said, whoever she is, may our paths just cross as soon as possible. So one day I am literally uh, creating content for my social media and I get a message from a friend of mine saying that there's somebody I'd want to recommend. And this was just probably one and a half months into my training. You know, I had been doing my training with diligence and I was getting my act together and really getting my message out there and doing my best to sort of really get into the flow of this. And I said, yes, I'm ready and willing to meet this lady and speak to her. And when I spoke with her, (laughs) it was such a lovely conversation. But I remember at some point, you know, I asked her, So what sort of business is it that you'd want to do? And she said, I'm considering selling handbags and with no disrespect whatsoever for anybody doing that business. But I said to her that I want you to really think big, really think outside of just that. What can you do that can truly transform lives? You're a smart, intelligent woman. I don't want you to just think on the surface of what you can do from your own human perspective, but just go deep inside and and see what is it that is beyond what you've just shared with me. And I could tell she took a bit of offense with that because she's like, oh, you know, I would like, the, I have the handbags ready. And, and I said, no, I'm not saying you don't sell them, but that's not your purpose. That's not your calling. You're here for so much more. And I know that I can tell and I could 
feel it in my spirit, right? Of course, I wouldn't have that same conversation with everybody like that, but based on what she had shared with me, and she's given me permission to share this bit of the story, I just knew, no, there's, there's something that she was she was shrinking from. There's something that she didn't really want to tap into, and I was ready to help her explore that. And I said to her, listen, I would love to help you. However, if it is just for that, you don't need a coach. You can sell the handbags without a coach. That's very easy. You can just open the trunk of your car. You can put a post on social media. You do not need coaching for that. And I don't want to take your money, especially uh, at the level that I'm going to invest in you to do that. I would want you to do something that will really, really, really change lives, especially knowing what she had shared with me. And I said, go and think about it and we can speak after a couple of days. But the next morning I got a message from her and she said, Joanne, you are absolutely right. Yes, I may have taken a bit of offense, but you are right. I am created for so much more and I would love to work with you so that you can help me explore these possibilities. I was so excited. My first client had said yes. And I remember I had such emotions around it, tears, because I now knew that I have the proof of concept, that I'm on the right track. And I sent her her contract and her invoice, which she paid. And we set up a time to start, right? We said that, and she was so eager to start the process that she said to me that, you know what, Joanne? If I could start today, I would. And I said, I'll give you a couple of days to sort of clear the decks, get yourself ready. I prepared her welcome packet. I made sure that I had everything ready for her so that when we started our sessions together, she would get the mindset right. She would get the strategies right. She would get the business elements that she needed the spiritual principles that were backing up the teachings and the methodology that I had created. So it was a whole new exciting phase, not only for me, but also for the client. And I remember telling her, you know, you're my first client. And she said, I don't mind just talking to you, feeling your energy, feeling your passion, feeling that va-va-voom that is in you. I know, and I know that you are my coach. And why am I saying that? Because it all came full circle. The exact things that I said to my coach, that I'm ready for this, you are my coach. I just less than two months later, I was hearing the exact same words. Yes, I was a brand new coach. Yes, I didn't have really any experience. But one thing I knew is that I had the heart. I had the passion. I had the fuel. I had the commitment and I had God with me. So I was totally unstoppable. And my clients and I started our sessions. And I must say that that was perhaps one of the biggest ever breakthroughs I got at the start of my business. And I want to tell you this. Do not miss the next episode of this podcast. Because in that coming podcast, you will get to experience and meet that very special lady 
I mentioned, you'll get to experience where she is now and what that journey was like. So if you have not subscribed, if you have not rated, if you have not reviewed this podcast, please do so. Check out the show notes for all uh, necessary links that you will need. But I want you to please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and invite a friend or two. I want to finish this podcast with two statements. The first one is, if you're like in that space where you're like, do I, do I not? And especially now, the start of a new year, be the change. Don't wait for something to change. You change. And the second thing that I want to say is that this is not a dress rehearsal. This is your one royal life. Live it with boldness. Live it with courage as you step into your next level on purpose. I will love you and leave you. And I can't wait to read all your reviews, all your comments, and again, to continue seeing you and hearing from you on this podcast. Bye. Bye, my lovelies.